0: slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Hello! Welcome to the Spooky ookie Halloween episode. Uh, Eva and I are displaying our costumes to you. Here's Eva as Sebastian from Stardew Valley, my long lost lover, who uh, unfortunately I gave up for Emily and her parrot. But look, he's even holding spaghetti. (laughs) Hey. What's their other quote? Oh, yeah, I tried to give him algae pretty early on. It says, I hate this. (laughs) this. (laughs) And then here's Christine as a last minute Tina Belcher uh, with the shoes, you can barely see it, and hair barrette. Okay. Now M wanted to do a special reveal, so I'm, I'm going to sit down, and get comfortable. All right, M, do you want to come reveal your costume? Yeah. Okay. Come on in. Here comes M. Holy! <gasps> Are you Zach? Ben-
1: Yes, it's me, Zach Baggs. Holy
0: crap! With a muscle suit, it guys. Mich-lish. I know that a lot of you don't watch our YouTube, but can you just watch the <laughs> thirty seconds of this, please, God? Uh, please, God. You need to see what is happening in front of my eyes I right now.
1: Also, brought some of my old ghost equipment. Holy
0: crap! Listen, I knew for I knew right away what you were. Okay,
1: good, because I waxed my hair into a mohawk
0: M, M mohawk. waxed their hair into a mohawk. Holy crap! No wonder you were in the bathroom for so long. Does it feel right? It does. Oh, my God. Here, Eva, do you mind taking a photo of us? Yeah. (coughs) Together in front of the green screen. (laughs) Sorry, I know I'm making you... All right, I think I got
1: it. Also... Note, my acid wash jeans are the closest things I could
0: find. Um, this is bananas, dude. They still have
1: the tags on them, because I'm going to return them immediately after.
0: Um, you make a good Zach Bagel Bites. Really? Yes. I
1: I was really afraid, like, especially the facial hair. Does the tag
0: on your jeans say skinny? Does it? That's hysterical.
1: i tried to be as Zach as possible.
0: They are. That is skinny acid wash jeans.
1: Also, I tried to find an extra large black shirt to go over the muscles, and so it's actually a friend's shirt.
0: Oh. (laughs) My. God. (laughs) The muscle shirt. I did what hey, wait, I could. Talking talk into the microphone, because the audio won't get there. Sorry. Hello. Can everyone hear me? Oh, my God. This um, is very good. I also forgot to mention I have erotic friend fiction with me. So we're Are really... you going to read some? Did you write it about me? Well, wouldn't you like to know? Uh, I wrote it about Zach Baggins, so perfect timing. <laughs> there you go. Um, Let me scoot. I don't know why I'm literally in the corner of this. Hold on. That was a fun intro for everyone.
1: Do I sound normal? I don't have my headphones on. I didn't really. Oh,
0: I don't either. We did not test this. Clearly, I just... we didn't plan this. I didn't even know Eva was coming over today until she showed up in a fucking Sebastian costume and I just started screaming. Eva
1: told me like a month ago that this was going to happen. So the second we were
0: recording our Sebastian like, costume, come over. she literally shows up with spaghetti over her head. It was the most epic. <laughs> I didn't even know she was coming and all of a sudden Sebastian was here. Listen, your long lost oh, love. It was well, so Eva's good. current love, I suppose. I know Eva's stolen wife. Can me. you get divorced in this show? You can. In this game? You can. I'm planning on Could it. Can you marry each other? No, I think I, th- I don't know. We haven't tried it. Eva, want to get married and see what happens? Definitely I'm... co-op. Let's click that co-op. Button. Co-op. I might divorce you. We'll see. Um, um, I forgot my laptop outside. Oh, good. Um, I for- my backpack
1: is by the door. It's just on the other um, side of the door. Poor Eva is Thank now you, here Eva. to be our like slash Sebastian.
0: Okay, let me put my friend fiction. I should have put my notes in my erotic friend fiction. My muscles are so itchy. Are they really?
1: They look hot. This is literally on my naked body. Oh, it looks hot. Because I wanted to make sure it was underneath the shirt.
0: This is, like, tripping me out, dude. Does it look good? It looks unbelievable. Thank you. I knew exactly what you were, too. I was like, dear Christ. I was like, you're going to wonder what the hell this, like, machine on me is and everything. Em was was literally like, I'll have an explanation. I was like, why on earth do we need... You know what? There's your poster. Later, we should take a photo next to the Demon House signed poster. Oh, yeah. I'll, like, pretend to sign it for you. Oh, and I'll just be fangirling. Yeah. (laughs) God, that's so good. My
1: hair, I tried so hard to wax it into a mohawk, but Gio was, like trying to get to me Ugh. it was a nightmare so em
0: that's such a good costume <laughs> thank you I how was... long have you planned that uh, this morning oh good because <laughs> i planned mine yesterday so I'm I, on the
1: way here i went to party city and i was like do you have muscles that's so good
0: <laughs> and they were like well you don't so exactly so um, no, they nailed it they were like you need all the help you can get oh my god this is so exciting for me i'm very happy to be sitting next to such a celebrity <laughs> well ain't that the truth it's about time someone to replace em whoa that's what they all say can I be on Beach 2 Sandy as Zach Bagans? <laughs> Please, God. Wait a minute. And then can I read reviews about Ghost Adventures? Well, Zach Bagans will, ha- will ha- happily do it. Although I think wow. he- he's a good at, na- at narrating. Not really.
1: Yes, he is. <laughs> what if I told my whole story <laughs> like Zach? <laughs> Everyone would stop
0: listening we, immediately. Uh, we would lose all our subscribers. Um, also, while I was opening my beer, I-, I found my bottle opener. Okay. And it's a little unicorn. Which oh, that's precious. Which is Tina's favorite. So I'm like... We're well, really on brand today. It's hip hop happening. And <laughs> Eva said I should save the costume and do it as a zombie Tina next year, which I think would be really fun. Actually, that would work really well. I also really want to be Linda at some point. Just like I'll her. be Tina next year. You
1: be Linda. That would be
0: really fucking funny.
1: It would because I'd be in a skirt. That'd be the worst oh, part no, of it all. Yeah. Well, you could do Jean instead. Oh, no. I'm I'm volunteering to be okay, Tina. All right. That sounds like Tina. a wild
0: ride for everyone. You can have my outfit. Thank God. <laughs> um, and then Eva could be Eva Louise. Louise. Well, Eva has been Louise. She just showed me pictures. She was Louise with us again. She was Louise Scissorhands. That's that's the best costume ever. I know. That would have won. I would have. We should give Eva a job. Do you want a job? You're hired. (laughs) She's actually like, no, thank you. She's like, I'm fucking busy. Actually, (laughs) I have enough of a goddamn job. Maybe if you double my salary. (laughs) Oh, same. Happily. Um. Okay. Can you pass me my beer? Yeah. Thank you, muscles. Oh man, that is just sexy. When I was little, little, when I was, I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, say that after I say the word sexy. When I was little, um, Selena and I would always say sexa. Sexa? Like, no, S-E-X-A-H, like, we would say John Travolta is sexa. I don't know why. why. I don't know why we did that. I regret saying anything. Oh, good. Um, can you also pass me my laptop?
1: i want oh. you to know like this is not tied off the way it should okay. be in me so. eva could
0: you pass my, my, every
1: time i have to move i can feel my whole arm kind of fall off of my arm
0: you know what i mean oh i have been there done that okay thank you eva um also uh oh the eva, scary- stripping talk about scary oh.
1: <laughs> god i'm mean today i'm sorry you're you're really channeling tina <laughs> <laughs> uh Speaking of scary, it is officially Scorpio season. So oh, everyone Lord.
0: beware. I'm just kidding. Everyone's so upset about that. I never said anything about Scorpios. It's such a Scorpio thing to be upset about me saying something about Scorpios. Sometimes people actually write us rarely. Some people
1: think of them, I actually fucking hate Scorpios, like all like, Scorpios. People write
0: sometimes like really mean emails being like, it, it's hurtful, you bullies, you like, and I'm like, what? Why are you taking this? And then they go, and I bet you're just gonna say this is such a Scorpio thing to do. And I'm yes, like, Scorpio. Yes, correct. That is exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Guarantee, no
1: Capricorn is writing us an email like that about Scorpios. Probably not. Sounds like a bunch of Scorpios
0: having a problem. Okay, well now we've just really uh, started so, off strong. This is be Zach- as mad
1: as you want at me. I'm it's too far at this point this for this me to say I don't. Zach feel that Baggins way. talking to M. Zach Baggins hates everyone, including ghosts. So you're lucky you got me.
0: Okay, all right uh do you have anything to say about halloween just happy halloween oh i do have a special patron of the month since we forgot that we were doing that oh remember yep i do is it me (laughs) is it zach yeah how much money do you pay us a month i don't think any zero dollars someone's calling you i'm not gonna answer it
1: i just feel like zach wouldn't so (laughs) you're really method acting (laughs) (laughs) doing what i can
0: tina would want to know who it is um okay let's see it's jimmy jr uh, uh, I tried to make Blaze do that, and he's like, you gave me one day of warning. And I He literally like, mm-hmm.
1: looks like Jimmy Jr. a little I know, bit. I I was
0: kind of like, you already did it. Um, okay. <laughs> our first Patreon fan shout-out, which happens to be our Halloween episode, is our patron, Ravioli Senpai. Oh. A.K.A. Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Thank you for donating, and they've been a donator for a while, so I really appreciate it. Thank you for everything you've done, and sorry that this is what you get to see on your special day. On <laughs> your special day. I hope... A, that you're not a Scorpio. That would be kind of a suck, That'd be really awkward. sucky episode to be in. And B, um, I hope that you still listen to the show and you didn't just forget your password to Patreon and don't know how to delete your... Because uh, that happens. That is a real fear. That does happen. That happened to Allie, Alexander's girlfriend. I was like, that's so sweet that you still donate. And she's like, Christina, I've been trying to get into that account oh. for like months. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Ella, so, well, she's like, I'm already dating your brother. I'm, she's I'm like, doing my part. I'm literally I'm literally committing enough of myself to you people. Um, Anyway, so there's that. That's all I had to say. So thank you for your donation, Ravioli-senpai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you guys want to be up for uh, a Patreon shout out, we do one a month, apparently, if we remember. And you can sign up at patreon.com slash ATWWDPodcast. Yes. All of that. Cool. Cool.
1: You really kept that
0: avocado, huh? Well, yeah. I thought you got rid of it. It's, yeah. Where's Lemon? Wouldn't you like to know? Okay. I move Lemon around kind of like he dances. A, a prized painting. I don't keep him in one place <laughs> at the same time. Like, you always have to keep him away from where everyone expects him to be so he'll mm-hmm. never get stolen. Do you like that I just said, like, a prized painting as if I know anything about what people do with
1: it? I was just going to take your word for it. I had no idea that's what people with prized paintings do. I'm sure it's not.
0: <laughs> I was like, you know, you move them around for volumes. Like, I'm pretty sure vault. the Mona Lisa's never been no, moved don't in move. a while. I think they don't move it because, like, they don't want to break it's a it. Because prized painting? Yes. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Anyway, so, you know, much like a prized painting, <laughs> we should just make that the thing that we compare everything to oh my god anyway so that's that okay sorry that's my only announcement let's do something spooky by now you've probably heard about burrow a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs durable materials and details that make life in your space easier can get 15% off their first order at Burrow.com slash drink. That's Burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. National average twelve month savings of seven hundred forty four dollars by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June twenty twenty two and May twenty twenty three. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.
1: Okay, I, I'm yawning.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're already sorry. Thrilled with this episode.
1: Um, I am. Uh, covering show notes that I did for our live show in San Antonio. Okay, as our Halloween surprise because I wanted to make sure I gave you guys something with ghosties. Tejas, and uh, I want everyone to know that the last time I read these, I was a little bitter because it was also I think the opening night of Avengers Endgame. Right. So you can already sense my my weird like balance between I was stoked to be at the live show, but also so mad that I was missing the very first.
0: Oh, the very first movie, the ver whatever the time slot for it to come out. I'm starting to choke up. <sighs> um, I will say we were just talking about this. How in the VIP line people kept being like, "Hey, Em, are you really upset you're not the movie?" And I was like, "Yes, thank you for bringing I'll- it up for the 40th I
1: time." Yeah. Also, a lot of people kept saying like, "Oh, did you know that, they- that Endgame is playing right now?" And I was like, "Why on earth do you think that I don't know yeah, that information?" Yeah. yeah yes, yeah.
0: I know. Trust me, we had plans, and it was to be there. Anyway, oops. Say lovey. So, um, Eva, tell me if I'm flashing you. I'm not used to wearing skirts. It could be like one of those. Oh no, you're fine. I mean, if I'm flashing you, I'm flashing the camera. So oh, maybe be, be the first time. Be on the. It would not be the first time, <laughs> Sebastian. Be on the. Be on the lookout. Eva said she's just gonna flash I hate this she has like a little printout of that which is uh, Sebastian's favorite phrase he really says I hate this like a lot no look yeah if you give him a gift so she gave him algae which like that's your own problem Eva I don't know why you'd gift someone algae Um, but she gave him algae and he just said I hate this look at this I hate this what an asshole and you have to be married to him no you don't have to be married to him you pick and so Eva and I both were drawn to the purple haired emo kid obviously and I just went for Emily instead because she had a parrot. Again, it was the parrot. Parrot really just swindled look, you. she's giving him energy. Lulled algae. you into marriage. Actually, you
1: do look weirdly good with purple hair, Eva. You look great. I don't know what's going on with you guys. Both of your wigs are like kind of top notch.
0: You don't even need a wig. You really got the hair like set. Though. I tried very hard. No, it's like it's like on point for sure. My wig is on my face and it's made of eyebrow pencil.
1: I was wondering where that came from. I also tried to get the color that would match your eyebrows maybe so you can have the rest of the pencil.
0: Oh, score!
1: Happy Halloween. Trick
0: or treat. I had a very dark eyebrow pencil that I used today because I was like, well, black hair. There you go. Just aggressively make my eyebrows. Uh, Anyway, nobody cares what my eyebrows look like. Go ahead. uh, So this is
1: the San Antonio story. I'm much happier to talk about it today because Avengers is out. Um, (laughs) Okay. And this is the story of the (gasps) Alamo.
0: Holy shit! I don't even remember. I remember. I don't either. which I remember is how, how excited, excited
1: gonna- everyone was. This is going to be very interesting because I also don't remember the Alamo. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the Alamo. <laughs> You're such an idiot. I also
0: don't remember the Alamo. I uh, I don't. Absolutely, I absolutely <clears throat> forgot the Alamo. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: we're gonna all take a history course together as we do every fucking week. So surprised to nothing new. Um. But I don't remember these notes. I have not looked at them since at least April 26th, which was when Avengers Endgame came out, if I'm not mistaken. And when we graced San Antonio with our yeah. So I really have not looked at them since then. And it's literally Halloween. So. Oh, God. Let's go. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to read the bullets and we will translate as needed. Okay. Okay. Alamo. First bullet. You ready? sure the land was originally native land (laughs) color me shocked Um, (laughs) then became a mission church around the 1730s and then i think at this point i made everyone ooh and ah because that's not interesting yet that's usually what M does at the beginning which
0: i love i think it's i'm encouraging
1: everyone to remember our anxiety problems and we're on stage so please be nice
0: yes start Uh, getting interested now yeah
1: (laughs) if you you already paid for your ticket so let's (laughs) just ride this ride out we're all stuck here together So the land was originally native land, then became a mission church around the 1730s, and it was built by the Franciscan monks, and the goal was to minister to natives for 70 years. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're waiting for. Okay. I was trying to read it in my head and be like, did that sentence make sense? I think it makes sense. It was named Mission San Antonio de Valero after St. Anthony. Okay. That's fun. Uh, The land was then... Oh, this is not fun. The land was then a 1,000-body cemetery in the oh, 1700s. Oh, dear. Okay. Already um, in the 1700s. Okay. Yep, here we go. Uh, in 1793, it became Texas's first hospital, and then the land became a military post, and then it became barracks in 1803. And then I have something called nickname history. Let's all gather around together and read these. The Alamo, the name, comes from either the monks from when they gathered under cottonwood trees where while building their church. I guess Alamo meant cottonwood trees sure makes sense really should have had those notes written down maybe um and oh okay all right i just kept reading alamo comes from uh alamo could come from the soldiers who lived there after their hometown alamo de paris
0: that sounds right uh, Probably no it doesn't no not even a little bit in
1: 1835 the texans gained control of san antonio and made alamo their home base and a year later at the battle of the alamo general santa anna and the mexican army came to take over the Alamo and did it in 13 days. Okay. All right. So the Texans fought with, uh, I don't know if they actually, I just wrote 13 days. I don't know if it happened in 13 days or this battle was 13 days long. I am not a history major. Uh, The Texans fought with Colonel James Bowie, Colonel William Travis, and over a hundred more men, plus Davy Crockett and his 20 volunteers. And after the battle of the Alamo, General Santa Anna and the Mexican army won okay
0: i'm following
1: so far we're following as well as we can Everyone that lives remotely near Texas
0: is screaming at us. And was, I understand. well. It was very brave of you to do that at the live show because I do remember people started arguing in their seats about. Oh yeah, what was true and someone I just heard someone go. I work there. I know. And I was like, okay, you guys need to calm the so, hell down. Then go complain about it there. I I'm trying to read my notes and I can't. I'm just things. like I was like, did you not did you or did you not hear what I said about anxiety? You guys <laughs> are really ruining. I was this. like, I can at least assure you that I tried my best. As so, Em always says, our. Uh, shtick is that we don't know what we're doing so let us have that yeah
1: clearly that was someone who may or may not have gotten dragged there <laughs> and didn't know that the shtick is that
0: i'm just stupid but charming and that's what to gets be fair me i'm pretty sure that was a person it's defending you and someone else was like no so don't, who knows listen, who knows what the story was no hate but i don't even remember what the story is just don't get mad please i'm trying no not you them
1: no no, no, no. i'm saying fyi I'm oh trying. yes we are trying our best so uh, after the Battle of the Alamo, General Santa Ana and the Mexican Army won. Um, they killed every single Texan defender. So there was 180 out of 180 dead versus 1,600 oh, of geez. 5,000 soldiers dead. Okay. It's suggested that six people, including Davy Crockett, did not die on the battlefield, but they did die later when they were captured and brought to General Santa Ana and then tortured and then killed. Oh. Um, around 15 people on the battlefield didn't die. So out of everyone, about 15 people. What? Uh, Women, children, and slaves uh, were all told to inform others not to mess with the Mexican army. And with all of the bodies on the battlefield, General Santa Anna refused to give Texans any proper
0: burials. Oh, geez. Um, That's fucked up.
1: He had his men loot, dismember, and stack all of these soldiers uh, into piles and burn them. And then their remains were buried in unmarked graves. So a lot of people did not get proper burials. I mean,
0: you're literally asking for a haunting at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Sorry, Zach always gets the last word. I'll let you have it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Then he had his men take their own dead soldiers and throw them into the San Antonio River. And this was because the local cemetery was already filled and ideally bodies would not float toward Mexico. That's what his thinking was. Wait, so
0: he wants... So he threw his own men's bodies in the river. Ideally, the
1: bodies would through the current would float to Mexico, so they wouldn't <gasps> stay in Texas. Like his own. wow, so
0: he's like sending them back to Mexico.
1: Yeah, so they got their version of as even though it was a local proper burial, they got one where they were at least on their way to Mexico. Jeez, well, I'll, yeah.
0: So an attempt, anyway, an attempt.
1: Uh, three weeks later, General Sam Houston, where I remember everyone lost oh, their damn minds. Oh, people went
0: crazy for that. Apparently, they we
1: weren't we just, even in Houston. I mean, nope. Apparently Sam Houston is like a, there's a high school there or something. There's like a high school and like a statue and like People a. People freaked out when I said Sam Houston. Yeah. Three weeks later, General Sam Houston defeated General Santa Anna in the Battle of San Jacinto and Texas gained independence. And then everyone cheered.
0: That's why. Okay. That makes sense why you guys were all so excited. Okay. I that guess. makes sense
1: why you guys like him. Yeah. 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 Pissed off, General Santa Ana wanted Alamo burned down in case the Texans saw it as a shrine to those who rebelled. Rebelled. <laughs> I'm Zach today, so anything I say, we're that's gonna blame that's pretty my
0: Zach of you. I'm gonna grab my erotic. <laughs> I'm gonna grab my erotic friend fiction and write that down. Rebelled. You actually said rebelled. I did say rebelled. Yeah.
1: I don't. I'm not proud of what happened. Yeah, I loved it. I'm
0: oh, pur- and oh. Eva is Eva's anti stripping now. Uh, Eva's
1: <laughs> dressing back up. She's like, I'm out. She's like, I heard rebelled, and I'm I am ready to go. Look home at my now. purple hair. Uh, so pissed off that this happened. General Santana wanted the Alamo burned down. Um, because he didn't want anyone seeing it as, like, a display of, like, look how great Texas is. Sure. So Santa Ana put General Andrade in charge to make sure that the area, the whole area, was on fire. And General Andrade oversaw this, but he had Colonel Sanchez take his troops in to complete the job. So even though this was his job, he made Colonel Sanchez and his men do it.
0: I keep thinking you're going to say Colonel Sanders. I
1: do. I could go for some KFC right now. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I wouldn't eat Colonel fried chicken. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanchez. he's also a hero finger looking good um when colonel sanchez came back he told uh, andre that they did not actually set the whole place on fire he said that they got to the barracks and they saw quote six diablos Ooh. standing on the roof of the alamo Ooh. each of these diablos had a flaming sword they blocked the entrance and they screamed do not touch the alamo do not touch these walls oh shit okay So I think that was Colonel Sanchez's way of being like, eh, we shouldn't be here.
0: Yeah, maybe let's not set it on fire.
1: And then told General Andre we could not do it. Okay. So nowadays the legend is that they were spirits of soldiers or even the monks who built the church defending the Alamo. Okay. And General Andre scoffed, and he said that he would just go do it himself. So he went to the Alamo, and when he got to the barracks, he stood up, or he didn't stand up, he was already standing, he looked up (laughs) with his eyes, Uh, (laughs) with his eyes okay just in case anyone forgot (laughs) uh he got to the barracks and he looked up and he saw a tall male spirit standing on the roof and each hand held a ball of fire jeez them and their fire man so like double confirmation that there's something on the roof of this alamo yeah general andre and his men ran off and general santa anna never again tried to reclaim the alamo
0: okay he learned his lesson
1: over time the area started falling apart um it was repaired in the 1840s which that sounds like when something should have been built for the first time <laughs> and then we re- re- rebuild it now um in the 1870s most of it was torn down except the barracks and the church oh i think this was where people were starting to get mad because debate about what's still they're like certain things are still standing and i didn't yeah. mention that
0: do you want me to play the part of the debater
1: <laughs> yeah. no you're
0: wrong
1: Oh, whoever... You might have been right. I still never found out that information. So idiot! I, I might have been an idiot. Who knows? You're not an idiot. Um, I said rebelled.
0: <laughs> so. Don't... Listen, just take the compliment and run. Thank you. Oh,
1: yeah, recently Christine called me rugged handsome and cute all in one sentence i knew this was gonna come up and i was like i'm gonna screenshot that because it's never gonna happen again and then
0: i said it again the next day and i was like you have to say it three more times and i was like god damn it i really walked myself into this one i really it was i've never i it's weird to hear i have absolutely called you handsome before maybe not rugged and handsome and cute all at once something you really should just start screaming from
1: mountaintops by the way all right, you could write about it in your erotic friend fiction. I already did your your cute rugged handsome friend mm-hmm. who is looks like Zach today. Who looks like ZB who is just built like just just you know blasting my pecs built- every
0: day. <laughs> no, I just pictured like at one of the ghost hunts Zach just like dropping and doing twenty <laughs> like they're like cut and he just drops and does twenty and it's like anyone see that it's like no we don't need more outtakes of you working out. Uh
1: and so in the 1840s it was repaired in the 1870s most of it was torn down except the barracks and the church and in the 1880s it was made into a general store and 14 years later it became a short-lived police headquarters and jail so it's been a lot of things yeah before it's even been 1900 okay in 1905 the daughters of the republic of texas managed began managing the alamo a museum was built in 37 and now the gift shop uh Funds, I guess the rest of the property, like they whatever you. Oh, I see. Like, like it's the donations revenue to, goes
0: toward re Yes. Keep up upkeep upkeep. Jesus Christ, are we okay? No, this wig is like constricting blood flow to my brain. Eva says yes, hers is too. Um, it's very <laughs> hot. It is in nineteen 19- oh. Oh yeah. By the way, I thought we were done with this
1: fucking heat know. wave, and now it's ninety six degrees outside. It's in the mid nineties, and we're not in air conditioning, and I'm in muscles, and it's. <laughs> And it's end of October. This is why I'm afraid to get real muscles. Like, that's just more sweat. That's just more body to have to sweat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I stay as I do. That seems physically like how that works. I think so. So in 1991, the Daughters of the Republic of Texas agreed to let a local psychic have a look around. Uh, I seem to have not put any more information than that. (laughs) Okay. Great. Just so everyone knows there's been a psychic there. Because the next chunk I have starts with ghosts. so oh, fantastic. Let's just talk about the ghosts. Let's do that. And there's a whole lot of these ghosts, so I'm very excited about this okay. part. Okay. Um, in the 1890s – oh, we're starting early uh, – San Antonio Express News wrote about activity happening at the Alamo. So in the newspaper, there's a quote that said, The Alamo is, again, the center of interest to quite a number of curious people who have been attracted by the rumors of manifestations of alleged ghosts. The sound of feet on the roof that has been heard as late as 5 a.m. by the officer in charge. Ooh. Which is interesting because the very first things that were supernatural to have happened there were people walking around right. on the roof.
0: So. Ew, so it's still happening. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, officers and prisoners complained about moaning, whispers, chain rattling, all those that they all kept them awake at night, which I guess is good if you're an officer. You should be awake on your shift. But mm-hmm. I guess the prisoners had something to complain about. Uh, the guards wouldn't patrol the property after dark, and the city was forced to relocate the jail. So that's why it was only a short-lived wow. jail because pe- just because there were so many no ghosts, one apparently
0: wanted to work there. Right. That's shitty.
1: Another newspaper said that allegedly there is a buried treasure somewhere on the property. Ooh, that sounds fun. I like to think someone from our show then went there after our show and found the. The buried treasure i like to
0: think that you suggested we all go there to look for it i'm that pretty sounds like something sure I that's what happened i
1: can neither confirm nor deny but i can definitely bet that that happened and did we go no we went to sleep immediately i almost took an uber to a late night end game showing that's true uh there was a girl who visited the alamo oh speaking of the buried treasure i think uh the girl a girl visited the alamo and she said she could talk to the dead and she saw quote spirits in the chapel she mm-hmm. said that uh, the activity is because they're trying to find the treasure, which is $540,000 worth of gold. Well, Which hello. is $16 million now. Holy crap. I would have find that, too. So, apparently... Oh,
0: yeah. That's when I said, like, oh, we can all go and we'll just divvy it up. And I said, yeah, yeah, let's go. And then I said, but we're going to go... <laughs> I don't know. I said... We said something. We said something. It was hilarious, by the way. We've said many things. If you were there, you would have known how hysterical it was. Tell your friends. We made you cry from laughter. So we made you cry for a lot of reasons, but yes. mostly from laughter. Uh,
1: So it's $60 million now is what the treasure is worth. And it's apparently near the southwest corner. An apparition it has been seen walking frantically across the roof of the Alamo, Ugh. too, which is again confirming that something's walking on the roof.
0: It reminds me of that thing of, like, ghosts being in, like... Unnatural, like either on the floor or yeah, like, or like crouching in the walls, like ugh, on the f- yeah, crouching. Wasn't on there the-
1: one? I swear to- there was at least one listener story, or in one story I've covered, there was a an apparition that crab walked to people. Ugh, ugh. gross. Absolutely not. There's no need Ru- for that. Uh, oh, that sounds like a. Uh... I get your are bored in the afterlife, but <laughs> figure out, learn how to knit or something. <laughs> we're, not, we're not crab walking. Oh my-
0: in the afterlife get a switch even I can waste hours of our lives you can get married all over again you can waste hours of your afterlife on that thing listen I'm saying um, and I, I'll
1: come find you with my all my heavy duty
0: equipment equipment and muscles you can watch do push ups for days I'll just rip the portal between our world and yours right God. off but being on the roof that's gross I don't like that
1: uh, there have been disembodied screams and yelling there is a sense of being watched wherever you go there people have heard whispers they've seen vanishing lights Welcome. Sorry, sorry. I had to do like a thousand push-ups real quick. Sorry. <laughs> i
0: working
1: out for a I, I had to stop the camera and be like, Christine, I got to get my fix. I got. Got to get my. Got to chug some protein. Fix.
0: God damn it. Get okay. my pro pros in. All Don't right. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry about that. We're back. Um, cool, cool, cool. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties
1: slash galore physical abilities strengthened just one percent more it's getting hot in here huh i know i know mm-hmm. you're cute rugged handsome ghost ghost adventures man all tina your...
0: would be all over this by the way you know that right like <laughs> just like a frat bro Oh, tina would be just like do some more push-ups
1: <laughs> all right all right by the way cannot do a single push-up let's just be clear <laughs> this is a farce i don't know what you think you walked in on but i did not do this overnight um <laughs> Oh boy so uh, people have heard disembodied screams and yelling they have felt that um being watched uh all like wherever they are on the property people have heard whispers they have seen vanishing lights apparently there's an apparition dressed from the 1830s which is i feel like you have to have a very specific set of knowledge to know
0: the 1830s oh God, yeah. garb i don't even think about that it's not like 1828 I it's like 1835 i wouldn't
1: even know the 1930s compared to like the 1950s i wouldn't yeah that's very specific apparently uh this apparition walks by the courtyard in tall boots and a plantation hat and an overcoat all right so now we all know what the 1830s 1830s.
0: that would be our next halloween costume good to know i don't want to wear a plantation hat actually never mind
1: you don't why well um and then apparently he fades away okay so at least he goes away yeah with his old school clothes Mm. um there's a spirit of a boy that sits above the gift shop And he stares at the yard from the windows that are inaccessible. So they know if (gasps) if they're seeing something up in the windows, they cannot get in there. Spooky. Apparently mainly in February. So that might mean that that's when he died. Uh, Psychics apparently have seen and talked with the, uh, the spirits of over half a dozen soldiers um, there's a transparent figure dressed in buckskin clothing and a rifle by the chapel, and they think that might actually be Davy Crockett himself.
0: Woo! Very fun. Everyone claims to have all these people, like Davy Crockett and Al Capone. Like, there are some people that, like, seem to crop up.
1: I wonder if they just play, like, the Davy Crockett song over and over and, like, try to summon him.
0: What's the song? I don't remember.
1: Well, I'm remembering it from, like, Brer Rabbit.
0: Oh, yeah, I Davy, Davy Crockett. No, I don't know King that, actually. Of the Wild Frontier. Nope. Eva's nodding, I think. Oh, even being it. supportive, Eva's uh, gonna nod no matter what we say, so uh, or sing. Is that
1: what that was called, Bray Rabbit? Yeah, Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, who knows? Who knows? Not me. You guys
0: do, I'm sure. But guess what?
1: <laughs> guess what? You also probably know a whole lot more about the Alamo. <laughs> um,
0: you probably work there, and <laughs> too bad for us.
1: Uh, so, uh, blah, blah, blah blah Okay, so there's also one ranger that went into the barracks and saw a man wearing buckskin, and his torso was riddled with bullets what like bullet holes so you could see through his stomach gross and probably bloody uh then the there's also the spirits of mexican soldiers that have apparently stepped out from the darkness apparent this is like a this is like a whole apparition it's not just one figure it's a whole scene that's an apparition of mexican soldiers stepping out from the darkness surrounding a man stabbing him with bayonets <gasps> and then they all fade away what the fuck so it's like a full-on a reenactment scene, literally the most original reenactment i wonder
0: if anyone right like from the original actors <laughs> yeah
1: the actors oh woof. um so guests in a near at nearby hotels see spirits coming out of the alamo's walls at night if you're Ooh. looking out the window um they Ooh. also hear screams explosions trumpet music sound and sounds like um a battle battle marching song trumpet music
0: <laughs> You know. I'm just picturing me playing trumpet in seventh grade, like. Wah, 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 wah.
1: <laughs> Apparently, there's also
0: a cowboy's apparition that is seen in the gardens.
1: Well, that's nice. I think I don't know. There's that's all I've got. Okay. Um, there's one ghost that leans out of a window. He leans back in and then vanishes. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Just checking out the scene, I guess. Um, people have reported hearing children's laughter. The worst thing I've heard it- in this whole episode so far. Heinous. And. Uh, There's apparently the ghost of a a native that has been seen in the basement who either fades away or walks through a wall. I guess dealer's choice on that one. Oof. Uh, Either one is bad. Either one is something I don't want to experience. I prefer just never seeing one.
0: No.
1: Um... There are also soldiers in Mexican uniforms that walk around, and there's two apparitions of little boys that follow tour groups and vanish in the middle of the tour.
0: Oh, oh, oh! So they're on the
1: tour. You think like they're you, on the you tour. think they're like someone's kids? Ugh. And at some point, they just are. They just never show you're up like, again. What
0: well-behaved children? And then they're just gone. Right. Or maybe
1: they're really shitty children. They could be. Really and then you're shitty. like, I wish they would disappear, and then they do, and you're like, Oh my god! You're like,
0: I hope that mother doesn't know what I just <laughs> thought in my it's like, head. I'm
1: too powerful.
0: <laughs> I Manifested it. <laughs>
1: uh. So there's a story from 1990 um where kids went to go see the alamo and as they were leaving the alamo i was like i guess parents took their kids to the alamo right um as they were leaving the alamo uh there's apparently a girl named megan in this story
0: sounds about right this
1: this is the little girl so a little girl named megan Mm-hmm. okay drink yep megan looked behind her and waved and then softly and very somberly said goodbye jamie <sighs> oof which is something that she had no way of knowing at the time wait um, what she had no way of knowing that there was a someone there was someone named Jamie there was someone named Jamie i'm i'm reading hang on okay this is an excerpt from the guy uh, i guess the the dad oh i looked around to see who she was waving to thinking she had met uh, a new friend on the tour but there was no one in sight when i asked her who she was talking to she said Jamie there he is right there and she pointed to a spot directly in front of the alamo's doors No one was there. I told her that I didn't see anyone and he must have gone back inside. Then she said, no, there he is and kept pointing. I still didn't see anyone. Uh, She then decided to describe him to me. Jamie's a Mexican boy about 15 or 16 years old wearing cotton pants, a white cotton shirt, sandals, and a tall black hat. She said that he had stood beside her the whole time that they were in the Alamo and told her about the battle quote he said that he was there he said that he's been here an awfully long time and can't go home he was sad but he was glad that he found me to talk to (gasps) holy shit
0: yowza so oh so Megan saw Jamie okay got it How sad is that, though, that, like, Jamie, the little boy, has to wait for someone who can see him? Like, clearly he's been waiting for someone to talk to. And, like, finally this little girl can see him. But most people probably can't. And then, like, the
1: first time you can talk to someone, it's, like, a child who's going to leave in two hours. Oh, so Jamie was not a child. Jamie was, he said, was described as, like, 15 or 16. Oh, but like, oh, like, I think oh. Megan was a little kid. Got
0: it. Okay. I thought for some reason it was another kid. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, my God. Yeah, how terrible. Yay, yeah, nobody can see you until a little girl, and then no one believes a little kid. Because right. It's... oh, sad. Ay, ay, ay. Men have been seen in the fort
1: walking around, uh, including Abe Lincoln and Ulysses S. Grant.
0: What? Excuse oh, me. Oh, that's the other one. Abe Lincoln. Everyone claims Abe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm that kind of ghost where everyone thinks that they've got me in their spot. I'm sure that's probably what's going to happen for If sure.
1: I go first, you're for sure going to assume that I'm haunting only your house like at least 90% of the time, gonna, and it's going to be because it's true. I'm
0: going to never be at a Chick-fil-A ever again. I'm going to have to avoid a lot of places that I know you'll be creeping around. It would be mainly steakhouses, if Steak- we're being honest. Steakhouses, okay. Just don't go, ever, don't go back to a,
1: an Outback. I thought you were going to say, don't fine. go back
0: to a non-vegetarian lifestyle, because then I'll, you'll be everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's the truth. Wait a minute. <laughs>
1: um, don't ever drink milk again, my moo juice
0: stop calling it the m has called it that all week and it's so fucking gross <laughs> em was like Did it you know? is gross i don't think it doesn't sound gross i, I like, just like you saying know milk it? is like made of pus and i was like why are you drinking you're drinking in front of my face right now right this very second i know what it is i'm and i'm really <sighs> grossed out by it yeah you seem really grossed out by it when you drink it every day
1: no comment i hate myself for it i also just have yet to decide to stop okay um yeah so abe lincoln and ulysses s grant have been seen walking around in the fort. Apparently, they have been seen reading documents. So that's nice. They're oh, that's still fun. trying to stay updated in the world. Uh, one Mexican general is seen wandering the grounds um, with his hands behind his back, looking down and shaking his head. Oh. After sunrise, apparitions of a man and a child are on the roof. Again, with the roof. And the man wraps his arms around the child and jumps. <gasps> oh, no. I didn't see that coming talk about i thought they were gonna like have like a father-son bonding moment of... they hug and watch the sunrise <laughs> yeah nope they're just oh my god jumping off horrific okay i don't know what that means i don't no. know if that's like residual or like just it's all bad it's all bad visitors no joke get depressed and cry oh. okay that makes sense uh, when in the chapel specifically oh that's why i wrote it down okay. um and they end up feeling better when they leave I guess they they don't realize why they are crying in in the chapel and then they leave feeling better. Um, There's an apparition of monks seen in the courtyard walking into walls where doorways used to be, which is interesting because it goes by that blueprint theory of ghosts Uh walk through the architecture that they knew.
0: That's like a like residually, right? Like they're Mm -hmm. like, that's how I saw at Whaley House where he walked into a door and then I went up there and it was like all boarded up with plexiglass yeah and they were like oh yeah he's just walking to his old room and i was like oh no oh no it's all boarded up i like that
1: you like like the alive people don't get the last say like you still get to go wherever you want i think that's fun that is true um there's an apparition of someone dressed in a black cloak Mm -mm. soaking wet Mm -mm. who looks alive what and oh like doesn't look like like he looks solid he's not and when if you ask him a question he melts into the air What? That's a new one. I've never heard of air melting. (laughs) Uh, There are reports of a woman crying, footsteps heavy pounding on the door in the gift shop. Also, furniture shakes by itself, windows and doors will open and close, and lights will go on and off. In March, people will hear horses galloping and neighing outside when there's no horses around. And there's an apparition of a woman only from the torso up, um, next to the well by the church, and she's only seen at night and then fades away.
0: Mm Mm-mm. You know how I feel about
1: torsos. I know that's why I probably brought it up. No thanks, especially the the bullet hole one. That's
0: awful. Birth oh, control. Sorry. Okay. Wait. Sorry. I'm gonna have to take my birth control later. So. Uh oh. warning now. All right. Go ahead, Em. Um. Classic Tina. Am I right?
1: <laughs> um. There's an apparition of a tall Native American who silently, okay, creeps up behind you and then runs through the wall when it's caught. Like, once you've noticed that something's crawling up behind you, it'll run through the wall.
0: Okay, no thank you for that. Good, there are spirits goodbye. of
1: soldiers still standing guard, sometimes marching by the church. And mm-hmm. outside of town, Report there have been reports of a man dressed in the early 19th century clothing walking on the highway. He holds a rifle, and when he's asked where he's going, he will always say, To the Alamo where I belong. <gasps> what? So a lot of people apparently think that this guy is Lewis Rose, who apparently decided that he wasn't going to go fight in the alamo and so he was considered a coward
0: mm.
1: and then when he died i guess now his ghost is trying to get to the alamo so he won't be considered <gasps> he's a coward Trying to
0: reclaim like his dignity in the afterlife yeah yuck and he's stuck on this highway it's like that dr <clears throat> seuss book or movie or whatever where they build all the highways around those two things that won't pass each other oh yeah you know I mean? and they're like for the rest of time they're stuck there and they just build highways around them and I don't know why I have my Doctor Seuss had was a zany guy, but (laughs) also had a lot of
1: messages to him. Thankfully, that
0: wasn't the Lorax. No, it wasn't the Lorax, but that's similar concept. Yeah, now these two people or these two creatures, and they like refused to turn. One was going north, one was going south, and eventually they met, and neither one of them would budge, and neither one of them would compromise, and so they stood there, and the whole world like built around them, and for the rest of time they just stood there like not moving. I feel like it's very sad.
1: Dr. Seuss and Shel Silverstein really fucked me up as like a six year old. Yeah, they'll get
0: you. I was like, oh my God. I remember reading The Giving Tree to my sister when she was four and she just like burst into tears. My mom's like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's a really nice story. And like, I was crying and she's like, why would you do this? She's four. And I was like, I don't know. And now I read it and I'm like, that was not a nice story. I I was like,
1: I I did not understand the lesson for a long time. My
0: dad read me fucking Kafka when I was six. So like, I didn't know any better.
1: It says the German. (laughs) Sounds right. Like, cut off your thumbs. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Pizza. <laughs> I never
0: know how to That'll it. be our costume. Eva has the scissors. We'll Wait just... a minute. Let's Schmutz all. pizza. Wait a minute. Wait. We should all be German, like, fables. Wouldn't Wait a minute. Funny? I call Krampus. That's a good one. Yeah. Every time I tap your arm and it's like this weird, squishy bean bag, it freaks me out. Oh, you mean my. I mean, really rock riddled, <laughs> Rippled,
1: shredded to death muscles. <laughs> rippled. It's like hitting stainless steel, some might say.
0: Some might. Some might, Some might, including myself and you, I hope. I'm going to drink wine out of this pumpkin cup.
1: Okay. Uh, the stores in Alamo Plaza um, and the River Center Marriott, the playground, and the nearby bookstore, all of these are near the Alamo, and they're all apparently haunted because they're all technically on the property. Okay. Um, there are ice-cold rooms. Uh, books will fly off the shelves. There's reports of a translucent, a translucent woman walking through the plaza. In the 1700s, there were two women who walked across the grounds and were literally struck by lightning. What? Two different women at the same time? Uh, I cannot be sure of that. Wow. But enough people. Day two is enough. Enough lightning strikes that I don't. I'm. I don't like it. I would say. John Wayne's ghost is said to haunt the Alamo. Okay, um, they're just taking everybody now. <laughs> he also directed and starred in the Alamo, which is okay. Well, that makes a little more sense. It makes it fun. Uh, while filming, he apparently became obsessed with the history of it, and he has been seen with the
0: soldiers and spoken with psychics. I was about to say, I wonder what the other ghosts who have been there like since the Alamo, they're like, really? Like, it's like this fucking actor. John Wayne shows up and is like, oh, I'm part of the Alamo. And they're like, you are from like, Hollywood. Get out of here, John Wayne. What are you talking about? Yeah, for real.
1: Uh, there are no investigations that have been held here, actually. Really? It's forbidden. There's a, a quote that I'll leave everyone on. Um, The Alamo is a shrine. It is a registered historical site and and literally a cemetery for hundreds of people, both Mexican and Texan, and no investigations are allowed on the site. It is, in fact, a violation of the law to take photographs inside the Alamo church or the Long Barracks, which are the only two original structures still standing. No cameras or other electronic apparatus, including EMF detectors, are allowed to be used within the confines of the Alamo. They can be used outside on the grounds. Wow. So I think I put that in since it was a live show to let everyone know, like, hey, after I've told you this,
0: don't go looking for. ghosts. After I told you, we're all gonna meet there afterwards. We're gonna to look find for buried treasure, treasure, but
1: we're not gonna bring EMF. To we're characters. not gonna
0: take photos, at all. So that being said, that is a story of yellow.
1: Oof, that's a classic. That's such a good one for Halloween. I feel like before you tell your story, I forgot something downstairs. But can I go get it? Absolutely. Okay, feel free. Keep filming.
0: Okay.
1: I actually genuinely forgot. This isn't like a thing. Okay, go ahead. Okay, no rush.
0: Here comes M. What's that? I brought you gifts. You brought me gifts? Yes. For our friendiversary? No, Oh. <laughs> nice of you
1: to fucking remember once. I- hey, once of course time. I remembered. We well, gotta yeah, do something for our anniversary. What is that? Okay, I got you both presents. It's in a trash
0: bag? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just Do you kidding. want the gift or not? I want the gift. Okay.
1: Whew, going up those stairs with these muscles is tough, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must oh be blasting
0: God. those quads.
1: My hammies are hurting. Okay. All right. So I got both of you Halloween presents because tis the season. (gasps) Yes. So you each get things. Okay. Okay. So you both all get the same things, kind of. So one is, this is for Eva because she's the brains behind the operation. Light up realistic
0: brain. Oxymoron with the light up and realistic. Light up realistic. Oh, wait, hold on. It says try me oh love it!
1: and then you have the realistic light up heart because you have my heart
0: oh oh it's a little creepy realistic light up also oh oh that's kind of cute thank you em it has like aortas and shit yes it does
1: uh this is uh both of you get one of these too it's the same but different just like that thing uh, it's color changing hot chocolate. What? So
0: Eva gets zombie green. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Matt, the lime green and the purple right now is a good combo. Good contrast. Ghoulish green. Oh, sorry. Eva, and, really then heavy. Eva, and then
1: Christine gets vampire blood red.
0: Aw.
1: There you go. I love this. Blood red, hot chocolate. Ooh. And then I haven't, I forgot about this, but I actually used to have this post. Well, it's a whole book, but I used to have the whole book as a poster. And when I was in college. And I forgot that it existed, and apparently now they have, like, little tiny book versions of it. So I got both of you one because it it was, like, something I really liked, and I thought it was kind of creepy and weird when I was younger. But it's uh, The Gashley Crumb Tinies by Edward Gorey.
0: I love Edward Gorey, but I don't know this. You both got the same thing
1: but it's the alphabet but a uh, but poem version and all the ki- all the letters stand for names <gasps> of children who all die in really fucked Whoa. up ways
0: oh god a is for amy who fell down the stairs b is for basil assaulted by bears what in the world <laughs> i don't know c is for clara who wasted away oh my god oh, let's see it's
1: really fucked up but also like very like <laughs> d- foreshadowing of my career one day d
0: is for desmond thrown out of a sleigh <laughs> F I- oh hey E eat. is for Ernest who choked on a peach. F is for Fanny sucked dry by a leech. Fanny No, not Fanny.
1: College me was obsessed with the gashly Crumb
0: Tinies. And so What does Fanny stand for? But but suck dry by a leech. God, that's a rough way to go. Oh my but god. I thought that was like a, a random,
1: nice I don't know. I liked them a lot a couple years these ago. These are
0: wild. I've never seen this I before. can't think of
1: another time I'll ever give either of you a book. So yeah, I, just... I
0: also can't think of another time, but I love this. <gasps> K is for Kate, who was struck with an axe. L is for Leo, who swallowed some tacks. M is for Maude, who was swept out to sea. N is for Neville, who died of ennui. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. This is, oh, my God. Some of these are really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but also I'm not. One of them was, like, who was done in by a thug. I'm like, whoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wrong Someone... place, wrong time. Oh, my God. S is for Susan who perished of fits. That's going to be me someday. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. T is for Titus who flew into bits, and it's him opening a package, which I assume explodes, which is a little bit woof. That I didn't remember. I didn't even read them. I just saw it, and I just grabbed two of them. So Victor got squished by a train. Winnie got frozen in ice xerxes devoured by mice yorick whose head was knocked in and zilla who drank too much gin wait
1: that one's allison hang on a second that
0: one's me (laughs) oh my god i love that anyway
1: pass pass it on if you're sick of reading it but
0: oh no i love it i like how he he like uh dedicated it to somebody i'm like can you imagine if someone was like, I dedicated a book to you?
1: I would literally dedicate a book like that to you, it's and a, you know I it. know
0: you would. It's about all these children dying. To my lovely wife, Helen. There <laughs> you go. I love this. This is amazing. Can I also say that it says the price, and then it says, slash, higher in Canada. It doesn't say the price. It just says, $10, slash, higher in Canada.
1: <laughs> just so we're clear... Who whoever of us ever have children, that will be read to them oh, on a nightly
0: basis. I mean, you already know this. You're going to the... have a little Wednesday Adams, and I'm already excited this about it. This is the shit my parents read to me, and I didn't turn into anything as cool as Wednesday Addams. So uh, <laughs> I wouldn't get your hopes up, but maybe we can try fingers crossed we can poor try. blaze by the way poor blaze we've said that from day one and he knows what he's He's gonna up make for. them read
1: medical journals we're more fun uh, yeah
0: exactly he's gonna be like look this person's eye fell out it's gonna be like same thing and then they'll be like that's what happened to xerxes yeah! don't even worry she drank way too much <laughs> gin and her eyes fell out i'm gonna be a great parent <laughs> thank you em i love them you're welcome happy so halloween nice. i'm gonna drink this blood red it's in a little coffin it's so cute blood red hot chocolate
1: all right. I have one that came in in a cauldron and it turns orange like a pumpkin. Cute. Yep. I saw your Instagram where you were drinking purple hot chocolate. Oh, that was a mistake. It looked questionable at <laughs> best. I will say that. That was actually the adams Family hot chocolate that they're selling that currently IHop? at IHOP.
0: I looked like IHOP. I thought that looks like a very IHOP thing. It was do. also
1: a really awful IHOP where, like, I don't know why we chose to eat there after just taking one solid pan of the room. It was like 1 a.m. and just dirty beyond repair. Where, which one was it? At the
0: one in my neighborhood.
1: Oh. And oh,
0: oh no no no, sorry, that's not the one. I it was to. really, it was really
1: gross. And then I ate it. I swear to God, either the the whipped cream that comes on it is in like a totally industrial aerosol can. Fantastic. or they literally sprayed like kleenex on it by accident like it might have been on a table when it was like being prepped like windex where someone was like windexing oh because i drank it and i was like i literally taste bugs like it, like not just a little like i swallowed it and it burned and it stayed in my mouth
0: yeah it's probably
1: chemicals it was really bad and also after we after like we took the whipped cream off and looked at it the dye that was making it i mean you're making something brown purple so imagine how much dye it must take the ink i'm calling it ink instead of dye it literally (laughs) looks like an oil stain over my
0: i was like i'm I'm not drinking the rest of that well yours was empty i'm just gonna put it out there
1: i'm not gonna sit here and say that the ihop i'm not gonna like bad mouth ihop i'm gonna say that one experience was not the best but i won't be getting purple hot chocolate ever again
0: well, I like how so that, enjoy your red and green I like hot how chocolate. you got us colored hot chocolate as a gift. <laughs> um, I'll put some Windex in it later. Good. Uh, Just for the experience. Shit. Do you remember when we went to IHOP? Yeah. For secret reasons? For secret reasons, I do. Aww, maybe we didn't s- know Eva yet. Maybe someday we'll reveal to you why we secretly went to IHOP. What a fun lore. We can create lore around why we secretly went to IHOP. Yep. One day. One day. It was a, it was a, a magical day. It was a magical day. It was men- multiple of us. Do you know why?
1: I don't think
0: know why. I think we'll he was like, later. what the hell are you talking about? He was
1: like, was I supposed to know about this? I was too busy taking
0: selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian's taking selfies. What else is new? So to my hair and take my you should take a selfie. Yeah, with that orange cup. That's really good. Actually, the contrast, very halloween right? Purple and, if and make orange. And you green hot chocolate, like, you're going to be... You should
1: take a picture like that in front of the green screen so you've got the orange, the purple, and the green. And oh my
0: god wait a minute <gasps> wait yes Eva, holy we shit we have to
1: take a picture of you in front of the green, green screen Wait, we're gonna green
0: screen even to stardy valley oh my god that's yep. such a good idea Eva. okay I'm the new avatar. oh my god i smashed You're my the evatar <gasps> <gasps> wait a minute guys don't you miss us no oh yeah guy that was good okay wow oof i'm sweating oh i just want to pet your biceps uh, that's the first time anyone's ever said now that to M's me now i gonna make me say that four more times oh yeah just yeah, 10 yeah. 10 okay All right, so guys, I picked the creepiest story I could find, um, which is true crime, but also creepy as fuck. So this is the story that I did in New Orleans, um, and it is the story of John and Wayne Carter, John and Wayne Carter, the New Orleans vampires. Okay. Dun, dun,
1: dun.
0: I kind of remember this. So I put my sources here probably for a reason. Um, I put all of it. olivevintage.net because there are a lot of blogs and sites about New Orleans obviously so I want to and a lot of people work really hard to like find the history and do all the research so I want to give them the credit olivevintage.net Huffington Post and exemplore.com were three of my biggest sources my fourth biggest source was our tour guide Bobby who gave us a tour and kind of talked about it a little bit um and the reason I knew about the story was because Blaze and I did the same tour back in February so uh thank you to Bobby who probably doesn't listen to this but Hello, anyway. He came to our show, though.
1: He did come to our show. That I did was, not expect that.
0: It was really nice of him.
1: Also in New Orleans, um, I, ha- I went to Willie Mays for fried chicken on principle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Truly was the best fried chicken and mac and cheese and peas that I'd ever had
0: oh mac and cheese it was sounds so good right now. so
1: fucking good also they had this place called creole creamery which i'm oh, sure you is told like
0: me about that. they
1: had a whole you know they have like a display case for the ice cream that you can look into it's like
0: a like the glass case for ice cream yeah they had a whole separate
1: one just for the chocolate flavors no it oh. fucked me up it fucked me up that
0: sounds i remember you and i went to get beignets at like four in the morning Four in the morning and you told you literally were just describing the ice creams and i just sat there like with my chin on my fist just like tell me more
1: i want it i want it to be clear to everybody i had literally a dozen beignets in 48 hours more I, than a dozen right probably maybe maybe i not. really my mouth was just filled with powdered sugar the entire time we were there
0: but i my lungs up, are probably still in trouble from that <laughs> yeah sometimes i just cough up white dust yep
1: <laughs> um i bring up the uh willie mays thing because I wasn't aware of the protocol where you have to stand outside and wait for someone to walk you in. What? So, yeah, because it's a really small space. Oh. So you have, there's like a, a bench outside. Don't and don't want like, people like rushing in. It's like the line is outside. Sure. Um, and so I didn't know that. And I kept like walking in and out. I definitely looked like a tourist because everyone was like, stay fucking outside. <laughs> Chill
0: the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> much, where? Li- much like a valuable painting. I'm just moved right. I in I just and out move around.
1: Uh, and then there was another uh, couple, there was two women who were behind me. <gasps> That's right. And, uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I love I, For them. a second, I was like, I think I forgot their names, but I, I'm, no, I'm no, good. No, no, you remember. There were these two women, they were probably in their uh, 60s. I love them. And they were clearly tourists, too, because they kept walking around being like, where, where do we go? What do we do? And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and we made so much small talk that eventually when we both got, like, our tables, they were like, do you want to sit with us? And I was like, okay. So I ended up hanging out. Their names were Miss Elaine and Miss John F. John F. That's right. They were some of the funniest. Oh, I love them so Women I've ever, ever, ever talked to. And we ate so much fried chicken. And we just became like best buddies. And by the end, they were like, so why are you in town? Like, are you like with friends or something? And I was like, oh boy, here we go. The million dollar question. I was like, oh, I'm here for work. Like I tried to keep it kind of tame that that never works by the way we say that they're like oh what do you do and i'm like oh i'm a salesperson i tell stories like a hobo like i just kind of travel and tell stories with my bindle with my bindle uh i told them i was a podcaster and they i said i had a show and they they apparently had a dinner cruise planned for that night and they dropped it
0: literally to
1: come to my show and i didn't i never saw them before like before during or after the show but apparently they picked up their tickets and we're there. They came to the show, and Bobby came to the show. What a everyone showed up. What a delight! That was also the day that I carried a a crocodile, and it slapped me in the face. It was a terrible day. The, but you
0: should post the photo too on Instagram. Like it's I should. I keep saying photo. I will.
1: Uh, my hair is bananas because I had just been on a on a on a swamp boat for two hours. And you
0: literally just gelled your hair into a faux hawk. Don't even. That's true. All right. Anyway, vampires. <laughs> anyway, here's my story. So da 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 da. This takes place in 1928, around the start of the Great Depression. There were two brothers by the name of John and Wayne Carter. They moved into a... John Wayne?
1: Oh, that's oh. what I was going to say it, but I didn't Something want to say it. Something sounded
0: familiar. Yep. Uh, they moved into a home in New Orleans and began work as fishermen. They lived a pretty quiet life. They didn't draw much attention to themselves and were seemingly normal, hard workers. What do we call pillars of the community? Uh, aren't they all? They were pillars of their community, I'm sure. Um, that is until one day in 1932, when an 11 year old girl ran into the police station covered in her own blood. Okay. She claimed she had just escaped John and Wayne Carter's house and showed them multiple cuts on her wrists. (sighs) She told police she had been abducted, taken into their apartment, then tied down so she couldn't escape. Then every night when the brothers got home from work, they would feed on her blood from the cuts in her wrists. Oh my God. It's so sick. I'm sorry. It's really fucked up. The, wrists, or the cuts weren't deep enough to cause death, but enough to cause them to bleed slowly over the course of several days so they could feed off her, basically, without killing her right away. Listen, I'm sorry. This is really fucked up. Uh, to their horror, she told them she wasn't alone and that the Carter brothers had more victims back at their house. <gasps> Police rushed to the Carter brothers' apartment, which was on the third floor of a building on the 800 block of Royal Street near the French Quarter. Um, and we passed that on our tour. They ran into the apartment. They discovered that the girl was telling the truth. Four more people were trapped in the apartment. All were gagged, bound, and cut at the wrists. Oh, my God. The victims included an adult male, an adult female, a 14-year-old boy, and a 9-year-old girl who had already passed away. Yeah. When they searched the apartment, police found an additional 14 dead bodies hidden in one of the brother's bedrooms. Oh, shit. So... Basically, what the police do, they decide to wait in the dark apartment until the brothers get home from work, um, and then they say, when they get home, we're going to jump out, like ambush them, and arrest them, basically. Right. Because we don't want to spook them. Uh, So once night falls, the brothers come home. They are ambushed. They're apprehended. uh, Police arrest them. According to the official police report, it took seven to eight large police officers over 45 minutes to restrain the two men. Which, like, alone is shocking, but also when you think that they were average height and build and they were not especially strong like Emma's is right now. I mean, Zach. Always. And uh, they had also spent the entire day working manual labor, like, as fishermen. So, like, there was no reason why I should have taken eight. Like, that's not just
1: adrenaline that fights off eight right. grown men. Eight grown men. Like, you could be, like, on something
0: or literally a vampire. Dun-dun-dun! Uh, so they were obviously arrested once they were restrained, and a few years later, they were tried and executed by electric chair. Okay. Their bodies were placed in an above-ground New Orleans vault, and that's pretty well known in New Orleans that that happens, but now that we're not in New Orleans, I will explain for everyone else. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, according to (laughs) (laughs) experienceneworleans.com, the real reason tombs in New Orleans are above ground is contested. It's a mixture of folklore and fact. It's typically said that the water table is very high in New Orleans, and basically New Orleans is under sea level, so graves tend to flood. And since coffins are full of air, when the graves flood, the water pushes the coffins up and bodies float out of their graves and down the road. So that's the traditional reasoning behind above classic ground reasoning <laughs> classic however according to another website called apparently interesting thing of the com, <laughs> it's also argued that above ground burial was common in france and spain where many of the early settlers were from so that's maybe why they adopted that practice and did that in new orleans as opposed to other cities in uh, america So, who knows, but I think the first one is a better story. Floating bodies make a better story. Yes. Than cultural tradition. Love a good floating body. Yep. So, in any case, this is typically, whether it's the first reason or the second reason, that's how people are buried in New Orleans, and the practice is still used to this day. So, after the Carter brothers are found guilty, a few years later, they are executed, placed in an above-ground vault, and basically, what happens is after your time in your vault is up and you've been reduced to essentially bone dust because it's like, you know, New Orleans gets to be like 100 and whatever degrees in the summer. When were you there? We were there and
1: uh, it was 105. The but whole like, time? when were
0: we there? Oh, we were there in September. Yeah, in September, it was still like 105 out. So you can imagine like July, August, it just gets so hot and humid. Yeah. Um, it was insane. When hot. I was on the
1: swamp boat, it yeah. was 120 degrees outside, and we were with 100% humidity index, and I had to sit on that fucking boat for two hours. I remember the they were we were flying down the water, and it just felt like a blow dryer was hitting me. <laughs> oh, that's cr- you don't even find
0: relief from like wind. Yeah, 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 And We're not used to humidity out here anymore. So, ugh. yep. it's just making excuses for their hair in that photo. I it's, know ex- it. I, I am. I I'm, know it. I am. Um, So, basically, what happens is you're putting these above-ground vaults, and then over time, you're essentially reduced to, like, dust. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yep. They call it bone dust. Bone dust to bone dust. Uh, They clear you out and basically make room for additional family members. So, they have these little pushy things, and they literally just... There's a pile of your ashes, like in a cartoon. Push them to the back, and then uh, put the new body in. Mm -hmm. And they wait a year and a day, because it's apparently traditionally bad luck to put somebody in the coffin like before then so sometimes they have waiting waiting so like well also craze. they make
1: you wait a year and a day because they want to confirm that the body has sat through an entire new orleans summer to make sure that it has disintegrated or fallen apart enough that they can shove it to the back and it'll fall down the vent
0: right. easier because if you open it up and it's not disintegrated that sucks yeah <laughs> so it it back up and also they don't like to do it on the day of your death anniversary because they believe that's bad luck too that you should have your own anniversary day and then so they should wait at least one more day to bury you so anyway that's at least what i learned so they would push your ashes to the back then load the body in another cool thing that i remember learning that's not in these notes but apparently what they used to do is they used to just shove the ashes to the back and then put the new body in and like all the ashes of the family over the generations would just kind of pile up in the back apparently nowadays i don't know how many decades ago but they started collecting um parts of the ashes to use for DNA evidence just in case like cool. so instead of just dumping them to the back they would like actually preserve part of your body before you were shoved to the back so I thought that very was smart very smart and interesting um anyway so that's what's supposed to happen right So uh, many years after the Carter's death, when they opened the vault to make room for the next family member who had passed, they discovered that the Carter, (laughs) can you imagine being like the one after the Carter was like, like, I don't want to be in there. (laughs) Please put me somewhere else. (laughs) Please God. Um, So they opened the vault to make room for the next family member and they discovered that the Carter's bodies were both gone. There was Mm -hmm. no decay. There were no bones, no ashes, no bone dust, nothing. They were just completely disappeared, vanished out of their tombs. Um, so, of course, this sparked all sorts of vampire rumors, especially if you think the blood, sucking the blood out of people, obviously that's what's going to happen. And to this day, many sightings have occurred in the French Quarter that match the descriptions of the two brothers almost exactly. Mm. A couple years after the empty tombs were discovered, the new owner of the apartment claimed to see two figures that matched the Carter brothers' descriptions outside on the balcony whispering to each other. So he was the new owner, and he, like, kind of looked out on his own balcony and was like, who are those two men? And they were just, like, chatting to each other. When they realized he had spotted them, they jumped off the third-story balcony, landed without a second beat, and took off running. Nope. And there's – it's very high up there. Like, you don't just jump off and start running. Right. You're going to hurt yourself. So the legend goes that if a vampire drinks your blood seven nights in a row, then and only then can you become a vampire. Okay. So some of those found in the Carter Brothers apartment had been there for more than seven days and the story unfortunately does not end there so the victims as you can imagine went on to lead pretty tragic lives the adult female survivor voluntarily committed herself to a psychiatric hospital for the rest of her life oh my god and this is the 1930s and she went voluntarily to a psychiatric hospital for life for the rest of her life never checked herself out where she could have wow um she was like no i'm better off here this is better right as for the male survivor that had been rescued by police he went on to become a, a notorious serial killer. <laughs> he went on to murder, and I've seen different estimates, 32, 42, or 442 people. Holy so, shit. It was a lot. Whether it was 32 or 442, which I, I believe is probably an exaggeration, but 32... It's somewhere in the range of a, more or less 100 people. Massively, yes, 400 people. Yes, wow. if we're doing the average. So he became a serial killer. He would murder people and then dissolve their bodies in sulfuric acid... And they didn't actually realize how many people he had murdered until they looked through his diary uh, where they tracked his victims. Uh, <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, seems like they still don't know because I said they don't right. I'm like, 32, 42, or 40, that's still like, seemingly unclear. Right, 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 right. Um, but not only did one of the Carter brothers' only surviving victims become a serial killer himself, he also... Was known to drink the blood of his victims. And that is the story of the Carter brothers, the New Orleans vampires. That's the whole story? Yeah, I have another one, though. A oh. mini one. Oh, I was like, what? I was like, I'm hooked, man. That was the whole story. One, right. one of their victims started drinking blood of other people.
1: Ugh. So in if you were to believe in vampiric folklore, mm-hmm.
0: he became a vampire. Right. You couldn't help it. Um, okay. So I have one bonus story that I added for the show because uh, the first one was kind of short. This is The Legend of the Casket Girls, also very creepy and very Halloween-y. Love it. And my sources here were gonola.com, WGNO, Ghost City Tours, and the Pensacola News Journal, and Bobby. And Bobby. So. shout-out to Bobby. (laughs) Shout-out. Have a drink for Bobby. Um, So the French first settled in New Orleans in the early 1700s. They were, uh, get this men what they were men okay all the settlers were men yeah so wait i'm so shocked i know you're supposed to be really surprised by that fact oh no i thought they were all women i know it's hard to believe right okay so anyway were they all white too no maybe they were all french (laughs) sorry okay so they were all men so a problem arose how would they be able to continue spreading the good christian word if they couldn't procreate I mean, amen. Amen. That's what I always say. Uh, So they sought help from the homeland. There was already a custom of shipping young women to colonists for the purpose of being wives. But traditionally, these women were sex workers or women from, quote, poor houses or jails. And they would just kind of gather them up and, like, ship them. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? This time, though, France was like, you know what? We really, like, want to commit to this New Orleans thing. We want to make this, like, a very pure, virtuous place. And so France decided to send, quote, virtuous women as a sign of respect for the colonists in Louisiana. So the government handpicked a group of women from convents and orphanages uh, whom they guaranteed were virgins. Interesting. How do-, do you guarantee I do- that? I do not want to know the answer to that question. Uh, and they, uh, so, okay, sorry. So they were guarantee- guaranteed to be virgins and were thus considered to be women of marrying stock. Disgusting. Yes. Uh, these young women were to be shipped to New Orleans where they would live in the local convent and be groomed by the nuns and then placed into arranged marriages. Sounds right. These women were only allowed to bring one box with all their belongings, typically including their clothes, linens, and sometimes a bridal gown. In French, this box was called a cassette, which ultimately morphed into casquette. And maybe we can see where this is going.
1: Casquette.
0: Uh, Essentially, a boat full of women arrived on shore, and the women were escorted into the local convent carrying what looked like, to the locals, coffins. Many of the girls had fallen ill on the voyage, were very pale and gaunt, or even infected with tuberculosis, which leads you to cough up blood. And you're carrying what you call a casket. Mm -hmm. That looks kind of like a coffin. You can see why people started some rumors. Uh According to legend, the young women's cassettes were stored in the attic until they were married off. But the sisters of the convent were horrified when the girls later opened their caskets and they were found empty. Uh Uh-oh. Fearing that the women had more sinister intentions than originally believed, the nuns contacted the archdiocese, bolted the doors, nailed the windows shut with nails blessed by the Pope himself, and decided then and there that nothing would ever get in or out of the third floor of that convent. Wow. So legend has it vampires were smuggled in the caskets and that's why the caskets were empty now that they had smuggled vampires in and now they were they were trying to lock them in that third floor. Uh, They remain sealed in the attic to the caskets remain sealed into the attic to this day and that explains why the attic shutters remain closed permanently occasionally late at night someone will see them suddenly fly open in spite of the blessed nails and that supposedly means a vampire has made his escape into the real world oh yikes um while it is odd that the building has shutters while most other buildings in the french quarter don't according to an employee of the convent museum the shutters are fully functional hurricane shutters that were not installed until a century after the casket girl's arrival so that's kind of an explanation given by the convent itself
1: Mm-hmm. Which is now a
0: museum. Got it. Um, and in fact there is no basis whatsoever that the Casca girls actually had a connection to vampirism, but the story doesn't end there. So legend has it that in nineteen seventy eight, two tourists slash amateur paranormal investigators, unlike you Zach, I'm not making any claims. Speaking of Zach, I just realized I never even showed anyone my, my rippling abs that come with this suit. Is so like, what, is that what that is? It is what they are. So I see. Well, ripple rippling. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. That is creepy. Yeah. Gross. Yeah.
1: Gross. Sorry. I, I was touching my stomach. I was like, what is this? I was like, why can't I feel my own stomach? And then you mentioned Zach and I was like, this is my moment. Oh, right. This is me. The... I'm absolutely sure that these are This is the, mine. New, the new me.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So, two tourists, amateur paranormal investigators, un- much unlike Zach, who is a very professional, exceptionally professional paranormal investigator. Mm-hmm. That's correct on what I am. So the amateur paranormal investigators decided to go get answer for the, answers for themselves, and they camped out in front of the convent for the night with their camera equipment. The next morning, the two investigators were found laying in front of the building. Their bodies had been torn open and ravaged, and they had been drained of 80% of their blood. No. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so I will say I could not find any credible articles from the time that backed up the story. It was the 70s, but there are newspapers from the time archived online, so it was a little weird that I wouldn't be able to find any news articles to back this up. But to this day, the story persists as a warning that vampires walk among us. A local tour guide was asked by local news station WGNO whether vampires still live in New Orleans, and he told the reporter, quote, I think there are things out there that we don't understand. It's highly likely, it seems to me, that if there is a creature, a predator in our world that preys on humans, it would be in its own best interest to do everything it can to make humans believe that it's just a product of fiction. Hmm. And those are the stories of the Carter Brothers and the New Orleans Casket Girls. Yay! Spooky, ookie. Very, 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 very cool. Almost as scary as M's rippling abs. Yes, almost as
1: scary. Scary- how You're scared at how interested you are in them. Uh, listen, I'm
0: Tina right now. I'm interested. I'm, I'm fully on board. I'm not going to Someone's going to write some weird, actual erotic friend fiction about friend us. Friend fiction. Oh, it's no. It's going to be very odd. Somebody was, like, saying how they had a... Somebody wrote something weird about having a sex dream about you on Twitter. I don't want to talk about it. But...
1: It is what happened.
0: And Then I wrote, what the fuck, or something. I wrote, like, what the... And then this other person wrote, like... <laughs> Like, don't worry, Christine. I'll write one about you and Blaze. And I was like, that is not what That ha- <laughs> is not what we meant. But then they wrote, I'll call it Blina. And I laughed for like probably 10 minutes because like Blaze and Christina, they're like, I'll call it Blina.
1: You guys can have all the weird fanfiction you want. I want none want.
0: of it. I want none of it. But Although I. Although mean, I do
1: appreciate the sex dreams from others, but I
0: don't need it written down that- anywhere. Listen,
1: you retweeted it. That's the only I reason did. I saw it. I like it. attention. I'm a Gemini.
0: Yeah, well, me too, but not not necessarily. I yeah, don't care kind, but I'm I'm the worst of it and I'm at least shameless about it I'm yeah. like yeah yeah that's true listen I'm the one who got jealous so what does that say about me <laughs> uh, let's be real right now I'm the one who got jealous and is now denying it and now poor blaze is roped into <gasps> potential fan fiction what else is new Blina? Blech.
1: oh I just scratched off my mustache
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't I no oh, oh it's still mostly there mostly there cool. yeah anyway um thank you for that sorry that I ended on a weird note. I didn't mean for that to happen Um, It's just because
1: I'm cute and rugged and handsome and I have just crazy muscles. I can't help myself.
0: No one can. Let me get my erotic friend fiction notebook. Just wait. When people see this, it's going to get weird on Twitter. It's going to get really weird. I will say that. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But um, anyway, thank you for listening to our Halloween episode. Yes. If you would like to
1: follow us, I don't know why. Online, <laughs> you can find our personal uh, Instagrams and Twitters at XT and, and the I'm and I'm not verified yet, so there's that. And ATWWD Podcast. You can also find our website, and that's why we drink.com, where you can uh, look up pretty much anything you need to know about us. Um, and you can also uh, email us at that's why we drink at gmail.com, where you can submit your own personal listener stories, uh, either true crime or paranormal. Please put somewhere in the subject line that it's a listener story. It's just easier to find that way. Um, and we put out a new listeners episode at the first of every month oh
0: so we got to do that quick huh yep oops we have five days six days <laughs> and uh oopsies i guess that's it i guess that's it guys thank you for listening and happy halloween have a Yay. great time be safe please um keep an eye on your drink at all times and yes have a good time bye <laughs> anyway bye <laughs>